Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 26 of Mixtape and Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is musician Jackie Lumsden. Thank you so much for joining me for the 26th case of Mixtape and Identity. My guest this week is musician Jackie Lumsden. I was introduced to Jackie through a friend of the show, Annie Lumsden, who uh, actually introduced me to one of Jackie's songs through her playlist. Um, that's Florence by Jackie Lumsden. Uh, I am still absolutely obsessed with that song. I think it's so, so good. Uh, so I was really excited to get Jackie on. Her list is probably one of my favourites. It's, it's maybe one of the ones that I keep going back to now, uh, even you know a month or two on from, from first getting the list. Uh, a lot of really great pop, a, a lot of stuff that was brand new to me. Um, so yeah, uh, it was it was a great list and yeah, a great fun chat. Like I'm genuinely really excited for you to hear this one. If this is your first time listening, then just to let you know that the playlists are made available ahead of the podcast. So the playlist is available on the Monday, podcast come out on the Thursday. So best thing you can do if you want to get across that is follow us on the socials at mixtape and id on twitter at mixtape and identity on instagram is the best place that's where i put most of my energy to be honest uh so yeah check us out there and you can you can see all the lists and guests and all that good stuff i'll be back at the end of the show but for now we'll get into episode 26 of mixtape and identity with jackie lemstein Listen to music at the moment a lot every day because yeah. well, i listen at work or i listen i drive a lot so i listen a lot in the car um i listened to the new harry styles album today oh, okay yeah or, yeah so if i i'm a big fan of the whole release radar function so i'll always check out new stuff Excellent. of people that i enjoy okay yeah. and do, do you find yourself going to albums then or do you go to playlists or what's the the normal to go to yeah i feel like for the artists i love you'll they'll get an album a full album listen i think okay. the cafe because you know i do music but i do have to pay my bills so <laughs> when i'm working right. in the cafe <laughs> oh no i've spoiled the illusion that i'm like wildly rich and successful crap <laughs> um like i just ruined i've ruined like playlist sort of music everything with like a a cool laid back beat now is just like a cafe song to me. So I'm oh, like okay. a lot of the music like that I used to love, I'm like, you're a cafe song, it's like ruined. So I save, okay. you know, I'll listen to the whole album if I'm really right, okay. taking the music in. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah, I've had like it's it's similar to if you um don't know if you've ever done this when you were younger, but set a, a song as your alarm oh yeah 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 and then it's just it's just triggering basically when you hear the song it's like i have to get up now shit yeah my Um, first phone was this like tiny pink samsung flip phone clearly made for a child but for some reason the only song it had programmed into it and i don't know why it was programmed in but it was losing my religion that was the only wow. song that i could listen to so just like you know this like 12 year old with this tiny phone and then that's me in the god <laughs> wow and now i hate it <laughs> i'm sure yeah sorry REM. wow that's that's so weird i don't like know REM if, where the yeah. samsung would uh u2 became to apple 
Maybe. I mean, my aunt gave me the phone secondhand, but I don't think she had the knowledge or capabilities to put that song on. If she did, she did it by accident. I'm convinced it came with the phone. Yeah. That one song. You used to be able to do such weird things with phones. Like, I remember I managed to set myself up where a song would play if you were calling me. So you'd have the, the, the dial tone, but a song would play, like, at your end, if you were calling me. Um, like a song, like, wait, so if I was calling you, a song yeah, would so play di- in my phone? Yeah, like, yeah, so you, you would hear, like, you would hear the dial tone, but also a song in the background when you were calling me. Because um, they got me, so, like, you get a free one, and they offered it around Christmas time, so I set it up for, like, I think Shaken Stevens or something. And then come january february people were like jane every time i call you you get a christmas song what's that about <laughs> so i changed it because i couldn't work out how to get rid of it so then i changed it to razor lights america yeah which is i try to keep this non-judgmental but that's a terrible song and <laughs> it um that that was the song i played i think for, for like a year or so when people called me they were getting, oh my god oh my life. yeah <laughs> And people just stop calling me. It's a um, sort of thing you'd either forget how to change or just be like, I yeah. get around to it as well. And then it just never becomes yeah. a priority. And then you're the, the razor light guy for the rest yeah, of your exactly. life. Exactly. I wasn't even massively into razor light. I just like, kind of liked that song on that day. And then it was like... Maybe that was like the easiest thing, one right? to download. It was like they gave you five op- yeah. five options and you were like, I guess I kind of like them. I'll <laughs> Yeah, it was a safe choice. On the dodgy sure. websites, like that or Crazy Frog. You're like, you know what? Razor, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with them. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and then going back to your music, then. So, do you find yourself going back to old stuff, or do you try to find new music, or what's the what's the vibe there? Yeah. Well, my boyfriend's definitely very. Um, his st- his style is very vintage, which so right. so is mine. That's I think how I like how I grew up. But uh-huh. I've kind of like you know, moved into all sorts of different directions, but he's always comes real comes to, you know, straight back to the Beatles or, you know, okay. straight back to, you know, something like that. So I'm, I've kind of, you know, how your partner's taste and your taste kind of start to like merge into one or I don't know. So yeah, I definitely yeah. um, mm-hmm. listen to a lot of older music still definitely discover new mm-hmm. things, but um, especially in the pop realm, but yeah, I'm a big fan of, of the oldies, but the goodies. Okay. Perfect. Um, so what was the first music that you bought or owned? Mm. The first CD I think I bought with my own money was mm. Gwen Stefani's first So What's it called? The um, the Alice in Wonderland-y one, the What You're Waiting For one. Why can't I remember what it's called? That um, one. You know the one I mean? And it's got like, mean, it's yeah. got Rich Girl and it's got, you know, when she full co- cultural appropriation moment that we all just accepted she like paid Um, those like seven japanese girls to follow her around for the year but they weren't allowed to speak (laughs) um it it was just was it not just called what you're waiting for i don't think it was oh love angel music baby love angel music baby yes so that was the first one i owned um right but that with my own money but the first CDs, we were, I think I had in my possession, my brother, who was like a lot older, a lot cooler, like he's 14 years older than me. So he mm. would like come home and like he'd have like the cool new CD. 
and right. he gave my sister and I actually he gave my sister Shakira's laundry service and I was okay. very very jealous because I thought that was the coolest thing ever and I got like Pepsi chart hits 2003 <laughs> okay. I don't know in Ireland you have like so fresh or like those like compilation cds that would come out in the early 2000s like every season yeah so like... of, um no that's what i call music right so i guess it was the equivalent of that the pepsi chart hits yeah. right yeah yeah i know that one yeah <laughs> very cool um alrighty. and what was the best what's the best live performance of the best live show you've seen best live show i've seen um there's a couple. I think their very, very best was definitely Paul McCartney came to Australia a few years ago. Okay. Wow. And that was definitely the best show I've ever seen. Completely coincidental as well. I have a story for this one. I'm going to go full Mishwitrip and tell you a story. Um, <laughs> go <for it. laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent. Um, I like that term for the podcast. What? Going full Mish. Going full Mish means I'm diving yeah. straight to the story, but I love that. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, so I was going over to America to visit some friends and I had like a really long layover in Houston and I was talking about it at drinks one night with my siblings and mm-hmm. my brother was working at the bar um, and he heard us talking about it. And then I guess an American girl must have come up to the bar and my brother's like, you know, schmoozing, talking, goes, where are you from? And she says, Houston. My brother drags this girl over to my table <laughs> and it's like, this is Erica. She's from Houston. Talk to her. And through talking right. to her, she like organized for some of her friends to like come and meet me on my layover and take me out for the day. And wow. so this total stranger like completely hooked me up. I was like, that's amazing. That was kind of our only connection. Fla- mm-hmm. Flash forward like six months later, she posts on Facebook that she's got an extra ticket to Paul McCartney. Like if someone wants to go with her, I was like, I thought I missed out. I'll go. Right. So wow. we agreed to go together, show up to the arena, and she's got like these huge big posters made that said like wings over um, Australia. Like, so I had right. one that said Australia, she said what well, had one that said like wings over. And I was like, uh-huh. this is amazing. We had t shirts, like the full thing. And then our tickets were like way back in like row queue or whatever. But then because yeah. she came with all these posters and so dressed up, one of Paul McCartney's people came over to us and was like, where are you guys sitting today? And we were like, um, hello. Yeah, we're in the back, but we're still excited. And she said, well, how would you like to sit in row A? And I thought she was full shit. And I was like, what? Uh Excuse me? And I start like panting, thinking like I'm being punked. And she gives us tickets for the front, 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 front row. Like no obstruction, no nothing. And we just sauntered our way down the front and she said okay but the deal is like you're not allowed to sit down you have to stay standing and like having fun i guess because like the only people that can actually afford those tickets are like old cranky types and they want to have like footage of like young enthusiastic yeah sure so then we got to be in the front row for paul mc like he looked me in the eyeballs that's how close i was like that is the greatest songwriter alive (laughs) in the world and he's right there and it's just like it's just crazy i barely knew this girl but just had these like weird connections and it was just yeah it's like the coolest thing ever wow so that's, that's definitely the best show i've ever been to wow okay yeah i'll take some beating right so imagine being sent to the front row of paul mccartney and said like the one condition is you have to have fun you have to ha- i was like no if i must 
And there was another, there was a mum with her like eight-year-old who was behind us uh-huh. and they had also been moved to the front and this eight-year-old was like Beatles obsession, like a Beatles birthday party. She was like all over it, this child. Yeah. And there was these two dudes next to us, these older guys who'd paid like 2000 something dollars for a ticket <laughs> and they were pissed off. They were so mad. They were like, excuse me. They're like, how did you, oh, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you guys got to just come up the front? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and then we grabbed the me and Erica. Erica and I, we like grabbed the little girl and we brought her over to the front and just, you know, had this child with us. And we're like lifting her up yeah. and that made them even more mad. It was great. It was wonderful. That was that cool. Yeah. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Just And I just was crying. I called my dad hysterically from my bill. He thought someone had died. <laughs> like before we went in, I was like, dad, I'm going to be in the front row. And he's like, darling, what's happened? Like, are you okay? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, so good. Brilliant. Alrighty. Well, look, we'll, we'll jump into the into the playlist then. So song one is a song that you fell in love with straight away. So you've gone for slow song by the Knox and yeah so that was a new discovery okay I'm a big drag race fan a big drag fan and I was you know so that's kind of like my YouTube algorithm any drag race thing it's like here you go and one of the winners well the winner of season 10 was in the clip like she was just in the video and it was one of those songs that just like I listened to it and it just stayed with me I mean, it definitely uh-huh. probably, I liked it right away, but it, to- it grew on me more and more and more. But I instantly was like, something mm. is really kind of laid back and not trying too hard, but the way that Dragonette's voice kind of sat on top of this kind of like funky DJ. But you can tell she's probably more of, you know, a folk singer, but I just liked her, mm. like the way her voice kind of fit into that that context. And it just, you know... Was it, yes, yeah. yeah, very recent discovery of mine, but yeah, just really, been really vibing on it. Haven't got sick of it yet. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, it was a great way to kick off the list. I, I like, I absolutely love this song. Um, oh, great. And yeah, it's, 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 it's like, it's hard to put a finger on exactly what the vibe is because I feel like it would fit a lot of different contexts. Yeah. Like, you could just chill out to it. It could be a little bit more sort of, like I've I've literally been like doing the dishes and like having a little dance while yeah. the song's been on. Like it's one of those ones yeah. you could crank it and just feel yeah. it all over, or you could just yeah. have it on and you're gonna play you play. Yeah. and just like you know have a little click to yourself. Yeah, a little click. Yeah, yeah. A little, you know, little. Time to. I click. just lo- I just um, love it. I just love it. It just yeah. really has like crept in to all of my playlists recently as well. And as I've been trying to, I've listened to like other like knock stuff. They've got a lot more kind of like, I don't know, DJ things, or maybe it's just other features they've had. Haven't, haven't pulled me in the same way. I think it's her, her mm. voice. And I think it was just the perfect marriage of like this kind of yeah. laid back dance song with their kind of like DJ pop aesthetic, what they're doing, but she kind of really grounds it in this really cool storytelling sort of, sort of place. I don't know. Yeah that makes sense yeah, that was great um i just had a, had a wee google there because you said the season 10 winner is like couldn't remember uh aquaria well. aquaria yeah are you a fan uh yeah oh um i'm so yeah, sorry I, I, that i just you know 
I didn't even give you any credit at all. I was just like, oh, <laughs> someone you won't know. I'm so sorry. That's all right. The, uh, something very similar happened to me in what will be the the last episode when mm. he's there. Uh, because, uh, like I said, friend of the show, because Alexa and friend of the show, friend of the show, John Duffy, mm. um, picked a RuPaul song for one of his. Oh, really? And, yeah, he was like, yeah, I think it was from season six or season seven. And I was like, season five um it was jinx monsoon it was roxy andrews um oh was it a wow 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 no oh no sorry <laughs> I, Rox, that Rox, I was thinking of di- the the lip sync of detox and, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that was so good that was no like, it was um it was the beginning oh yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. was like that was the song that they had in the video um so yeah like and i said to john like my uh with with drag race i am the the classic straight partner cliche in that my wife put it on i was not interested Mm -hmm. until i was very interested like it was it was on the background i was i was like oh this is so stupid who's that (laughs) what's their story (laughs) they're pretty funny and yeah if you're listening and i know you are This is to my James, who I have not. Yep. I'll just be like, let's just pop on an episode of Drag Race, and he'll say like, yeah. or you can watch that, and I'll just put on something else over here. <laughs> I'm like, no. So I haven't quite got him to that point yet. So that's right. I appreciate that you, you know, you've you've given yeah. in. You've given in. Yeah. I, I will say I'll, I'll say this to, to, to James. Um, there are some genuinely, genuinely hilarious people on that show and you can you can take out the, the the drag culture and everything else around it and strip it back there are some like sincerely fucking funny comedians right? on that show and that's that's what sucked me in was yeah. like people like Dela, jinx monsoon bianca del rio who are oh, so just, did you like, start on hilarious. season six? Oh, i can't remember it like I've, I've seen every episode so many times i can't remember oh. where it started and where it ends but Shame. um but yeah yeah <laughs> but um but yeah like some of those some of those comics are absolutely hysterical and then Amazing. once you like you you take it on a little bit more and you understand the references and stuff like yeah it's 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 good stuff you should listen to yeah. race chaser if you don't already is that a podcast yeah it's alaska and willem's um recap podcast and they're both okay. so funny and it's this great thing because like willem hates rupaul and hates drag race like the oh, whole yeah. institution of it but alaska yes. loves loves it so this amazing sort okay. of they're not tense with each other but they always you know are at opposite yeah, ends yeah. of alaska's always That's you know good. benefit of the doubt and willem's like they're horrible you know and it's just a, it's a good <laughs> dynamic you got it you got to check it out that's a good dynamic yeah um i could talk about drag race for a oh, can we just do like a whole other <laughs> we need a whole other pod we'll, we'll do well yeah we'll talk we'll set up another okay. podcast all right great great, yeah. great 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 um song two is a song that took you a while uh, so you're going for Rattlesnake by St. Vincent. Yeah. A lot of people were telling me to listen to St. Vincent for a really long time. Okay. And I think I just, I gave it a listen. I was like, this is cool. But I found it a bit sort of jarring at first. I was like, I don't, right. you know, the songs aren't, I guess it's instantly like catching as I was used to or, or something. I don't know. And then I just wow. like, I think it was from listening to Mass Seduction where I thought, Mm-hmm. oh no i get i get what's happening now and then going right. back yeah. and i don't know yes. i just 
as songs that, yeah, like Rattlesnake, Birth and Reverse, like all these songs that I had kind of been like, that's a bit weird for me. I was like, this mm. is, this is incredible. This is genius. She's a genius. I don't yeah. know why. It just took me a minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and now I'm a massive sure St. Vincent fan. Yeah. 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 I've, I've had that before with like, um, so my, my vibe's typically more like sort of the rock and roll mm-hmm. spectrum. So like, uh, but like, uh, Biffy Clyro and Radiohead, I say, would be mm-hmm. two very good examples of that. Where they like, and the very very different bands, obviously, but they do things that are a little bit different, a little bit jarring. And the first time I listen to them, I'm like, no, I'm not mm. getting on board with that. But once once you get it and once it clicks, it all makes sense. Yes. And I've had Biffy Clyro songs I've listened to, and I've like when I've listened to the first time, I'm like. I don't know why they didn't do this because that makes more sense mm-hmm. and then when i'm listening to it again i'm like i'm so glad they didn't because that would be boring yes It'd be so boring um and yeah st vincent's a an artist that like i have only really got into or only really started to hear about recently because mm. i'm in this sort of bubble that i've been in and yeah i can see where you're coming from because that that initial listen to rattlesnake it was like all right this is a bit odd and mm. it took me a little while and now when i listen to it i can't i can't hear i, I can't imagine it being done another way yeah do you know what i mean it's um, one of those things where it like it sort of makes me imagine i always imagine like the artist in the studio and the process of that and how they yes. start because imagine like bringing in say like an acoustic guitar because she's a guitarist and being like i'm gonna play you rattlesnake like <laughs> you'd be like this is yeah fucked like this oh you know just (laughs) base level and she used to go no no trust me and then Mm -hmm. build the sort of production around it or maybe you know started with the production because i mean that's how i tend to write is the whole production at once like i've never really like is the whole song an acoustic but i just am so interested to know because it's a very like trust the process sort of song Mm. it's like Mm -hmm. no 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 you'll figure it out when i'm done and then it's how did you (laughs) And it's brilliant. Like she, you know, I feel like is a, our generation's kind of Bowie in a lot of ways. She's doing, she's so edgy. She's so exciting. She like always has a new, a new era, a new moment, a new, like she's always trying, yeah. you know, pushing the boundaries of what, you know, people think she does. And she, I don't know. I just find her so exciting. I find her so exciting. Yeah. Very sincere about it as well. Yes, she's an artiste. You know those people who are just yeah. artistes? Mm-hmm. That's her. Mm-hmm. She breeds it. Yeah. Mm. No, I appreciate it. But yeah, again, it was a great song. I, oh, like, good. It, it did take me a little bit of time, but yeah. Oh, I there you go. It can be your number two as well, it. then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, song from your introduction to music, then. So you've gone for Fever by Kylie Minogue. Oh, Kylie. I've been having a real Kylie moment again as well from her 2020 album, but Fever, you know, when you're like a kid and just the cover of an album is so like, I don't know how to describe it, but it just sinks into your soul. Like just the cover becomes really like, I remember just having that album in our house and just that white kind of, leotard robic thing with the white background and like the pose she's doing and being like that is yeah. incredible as a child my child brain i was like that is oh 
wow that's art that's music that's whatever and then just you know fever's just like so catchy and great and like i've been re-listening to it and it's been triggering all these old memories and i think that's where it like i thought it's got to come on the playlist because i just had such a visceral memory of like having that cd and being like kylie (laughs) and it's just like every song on there is 10 out of 10 Mm, mm -hmm. as a pop song yep and uh it could I mean they could probably be sung by anyone but I feel like Kylie I know like a lot of people obviously you know write a lot of her songs but she knows a good song when she hears it you know and she knows how to bring it there she doesn't make bad choices yeah everything's kind of got like a bit of a yeah a little edge or a little something or you know I've come to really appreciate like her vocal style as well which I think I dismissed a lot you know as I was getting my music education as well being like you know it just sounds like meh but now I'm like no she knows exactly what she's doing I just love it yeah yeah I I... you're like I hate this (laughs) no (laughs) great and song (laughs) four no um this is it's it's weird to say but i was surprised by how impressed i was by this song mm. which is a ridiculous mindset to have but i've been talking about this recently and, and i i think one of the reasons that i didn't connect with pop or i haven't really liked pop music for a long time is that when i was getting into music was when x factor and pop idol were really kicking off right so the market was flooded with like the most manufactured like cookie cutter pop music like it was just like industry generated mm-hmm. right um and you had like bands like you know s club seven and steps and stuff that were around like slightly before that as well mm-hmm. um which i kind of enjoyed but then i think i've basically lumped that pop music in with just every other pop music that sounds yes. vaguely similar to me no, and... I feel like I've done the exact same thing up until the last few years. So I'm like, right. the writing of this stands alone. Yeah. And what all this, yeah, like what you're saying, the market was so saturated and flooded with people who were taking the good song and being like, yeah. now let's write 50 songs that try and sound like that and replicate that, but are horrible. And then that's, yes. it all becomes like the mash of the same in your brain. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the production on this is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a song that I like I will I would thoroughly recommend that people actually properly give a listen to on good headphones. Because yeah. there's so much going on in this song that I would not have appreciated like even five years ago. Yep. Um So many textures said, like, in it. Like a yes. lot of yeah, layers, yeah. like and not just I mean in the whole album. Yeah. And stuff that you don't notice and you're like, why is that working? Like weird arpeggiators and things, like weird synthy things that, you know, all you're hearing in your mind is the bum, bum, ba, da, ba, da. but that's it. But when you put your head yeah. back, you're like, oh, there's so much energy in this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's such a it's such a weird mindset to have of being like, Oh, actually Kylie Minogue's music is good. Of it's- course it is. There's like there's a reason that she's considered one of the greats yeah but, and why she's you know still making i mean her 2020 album what she's in her 50s and it's the best thing since fever i think that she's ever made right is it you know disco yeah. album like it's just it's brilliant it is absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant yeah um but yeah for sure i get that whole like oh 
Kylie. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's a lot of, um, I think, internalized misogyny that I've had to shed as I've become an adult. Like, yeah. to be like, just because it's a girl singing pop music doesn't mean that it's yes. shit. Yes. And now that I'm a yes. girl who writes pop music <laughs> and I love it, I don't know. It's just like, it's, you have to really confront yourself. And even like, I reckon in the last year or two, very confidently being able to just say it as well. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. Kylie Minogue's an artist and I'm a huge, you know, especially yeah, yeah. as a musician, you're like, no, it's not cool. I don't know. It's just like, that's all gone yeah. for me now. No such thing as guilty. No such, if it's good, it's good. Deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Don't believe in guilty <laughs> pleasure at all. I, I've said this before. I'm, I, yeah, big subscriber to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads us very nicely on to song four, a song that makes you happy, which is Boy Problems by oh! Carly Rae Jepsen. I've been dying to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> dying. But I want to hear your thoughts on it first. Go. Okay. Um, very, very similar to to what we just talked about because Carly Rae Jepsen is, is like the artist that I've talked about as... And... and, and okay there's a couple of levels to this but she's been the artist that i've talked about in terms of having a judgment for them because because songs like i really 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 like you and uh call me maybe are clearly just written to be fun pop songs Mm -hmm. and i've written that off as no good because it's not real art because Mm -hmm. i'm up my ass but this song I realized I had to check myself further because I find myself listening to this going, this is a fucking bop. This isn't just fun. This is a a great song. Yeah, again, the whole album emotion. I had the exact same thing. I want to say up until last year, to me, Carly Rae was the Call Me Maybe girl. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I don't really like the song. I still don't, even though I love Carly Rae now. And I have list, mm-hmm. gone back and listened to her first, first album. It's re, it's a bit sugary for me. I really, I, it's it's I, it's not my fave. But right, my I moved in. I moved in with the gays. You see, and what I have okay. come to realize is that the gays always know when something's good a long time before everyone else does. And you just okay, need to yeah. shut up and listen when they're telling okay. you. And they said, yeah. <laughs> they said the community. No, my housemates said to me. Emotion is one of the best pop albums ever made. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> I think I now, since they've told me that, have listened to Emotion and Dedicated, her most recent two yeah. albums. I think I listened to both those albums twice a week for the last two oh, years. Oh, wow. Like, Because okay. I'm just like, not sick of it. And I want to hear something yeah. good. And Boy Problems, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so interesting. I feel like with her writing, because she writes everything, that it's, a lot of, I don't know, sometimes cliche ideas, sometimes, you know, kind of been there, done that sort of ideas, but she packages them up and phrases the, you know, these cliche cliche ideas in a really, like, fresh new way. Yeah. Like, in a in a way that feels new. Even she's talking yeah. about, you know, boy, you know, boy problems, who's got them, I've got them too. But it's this, yeah. com- it's this conversation throughout the whole song yeah i don't know she just she makes pop music feel really like fresh and fun and kind of cheesy but in like a way that you just want to like fall into it 
Yeah. Boy problems, yeah. who's got him? I got him too. <laughs> la 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 la. Sing it. It was so fun. I, I I genuinely took me by surprise when I heard like the like the wee bass licks and stuff. I was like, mm. all right, yeah, this is yeah, this is really and I, and again, it's it's the same. It's a very similar thing to the whole Kylie Minogue thing. It's like it's a ridiculous thing for me to be like, oh, this very successful pop artist is actually good. But mm-hmm. but Kylie's I, a little different because I, I feel like she's a songs. lot more underrated than Kylie Minogue. Like Carly Rae, I yeah. feel like you could take any of the songs from Emotion, and mm-hmm. I think if you gave it to Rihanna or you gave one of those songs to Gaga or whoever it is who's like Ariana Grande, they would be there. Uh-huh. That would be that artist's best song, and that's her whole right. album. Like I just yeah. think the writing and the catchiness of those melodies like stands on it. Like they're just they stand up, and I think mm. she should. I don't know. Maybe she should be writing for other people as well. I don't know if they did. Maybe they don't deserve it. I don't know. But I just think <laughs> she's brilliant. She's brilliant. Yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. I, I'll, I'll definitely give the album a go now because that was that was the thing for me. It was like I, like I, I came around to the just enjoying that kind of poppy upbeat music for what it was. But then, yeah, there's another level to it now where like I actually like I might sincerely really like oh, her music so i hope you do because yeah, i've been listening to obviously some you know i listen to a few of these episodes you know just to get yeah. to get jazzed to get pumped for this whole thing and yeah. there was a couple you know people were you know throwing out some more i don't know rocky stuff or you know like some chili peppers or some foo fighters and i was just kind of like oh he's gonna hate me <laughs> and you were like yeah i love that yeah 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 <laughs> And I thought, oh God, <laughs> you're going to absolutely, you're going to have to fake your way through this whole thing. And now that I know you like Carly, I'm like, okay. And Drag Race. I've, I had you all wrong. I had you pegged yeah. all wrong, Shane. I dare you. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. Never again. Sorry. See, what have we learned today about making snap judgments? Exactly. That's exactly. the takeaway from today. Yes, let this be a lesson to you all. Yeah. Uh, song five is a song that makes you sad. So you've gone for Sarah by Kate Miller Heike. Oh, talk about like confronting. Yeah. I first heard this song seeing her perform it live. Oh, shit. Yes. And having been like growing up with Kate Miller Heike. I've been a huge uh-huh. fan but for some reason I think I just either didn't have that album like on CD or whatever or like hadn't heard it, or maybe it was new or hadn't been released yet when I heard it I'm not sure yeah. but it was just her and a piano playing it and at you know a festival the room was yeah. a hush so I reckon mm. there was you know a thousand people in this tent dead yeah. silent and she's yeah. telling the story of what what's happened and mm. presumably she sung it as as Bisquillion times, but she sings it every time like it's the first time. Right. Yeah. And it was just, I could just start feeling the tears, the helplessness, like lose, you know, yeah. your friend going missing when you're 18 at a music festival. Yeah. And, you know, that line when that, I think the, her, her friend's parents are like, where did she go? And she says, I don't know. Like, what yeah, happened? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. And being blamed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 
Kate knows how to tell a story and take you on a journey verse by verse. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. That, that is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, first time I listened to this, I was quite shaken up by it. You know, it's right. it's, it's an intense song, like, and it's a, an intense story. But then, I, and as I was listening to it, I was thinking, this this can't be a real thing and then i looked into it and it is a true story it's like a thing that happened to her friend and it's, it's not it's not her story but like it's her friend's story mm. but it is it is true it did happen and yeah it just adds another another level to it and as you say like the way she sings it the way she performs it just adds this weight to yeah. it like similar to what we talked about in um friend of the show michelle brazier's episode like you don't always get that in modern music is the the storytelling and the emotion and actually putting the feeling into that song yes and you really really feel it like Mm. she's as like a storyteller it's very very heavy her um i guess just her her opera meets pop style of vocal, you know, her, her just vocal style is like, I haven't seen it in anybody else or anything that comes close to it. But I think yeah. it's that, in that chorus, that operatic power that she sort of has. Not that she's even singing opera, but the power of that is there in that chorus. And it kind of, it yeah. pierces you, it haunts you. Like, I didn't yeah. mean to let you down, but you left me on my own. Sarah, mm-hmm. why didn't you scream? And you're like... yeah. It feels like an episode of SVU, but in a song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. But it's obviously that, in a much second. more real, intense way, because you know it's it happened, and yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's that second Sarah that really gets me. Is like you can hear the pain in it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. That sort of breathy, cool. like vibrato, like she's on the brink, like Sarah, yeah. like that. That exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna sound really creepy in people's ears i'm so sorry <laughs> but it's that it's that that texture of it yeah that really yeah it, do, it does emotive. it feels like she's a breaking point in yeah. that yeah and you get so much from that one word mm. god it's good it's, it's so yeah, good it's intense but it's 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 really but yeah good. but that's not a lot of songs make me sad because i feel i don't know i feel like there's lots of songs where just the, the mood of it even if you don't really know what it's about or you can you know yeah, yeah. it's one of those up to your own interpretations and you're like oh my boyfriend broke up with me and this song i relate to and i feel bad whereas this is like, it just makes me feel sad because it's one of those songs that i can't not actively listen to it's not yes. like a passive yeah, yeah. listen it's like Oh, no, I want to watch this movie again from start to finish. Like that's yeah. how it feels listening to the song. Anyway, yeah, Ooh. yeah, you, you couldn't you couldn't go for a drive and just like just pop on Sarah, just yeah. pop it on. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you scream? Why didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not one for the, oh, the car trip with. There's the definitely kids. a man somewhere that's played that as a soft acoustic cover. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Song six is a song to relax to. So you've gone for one of these things first by Nick Drake. Mm. How good's Brighter Later? Talking about a lot of albums. That's the name of the album. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, what? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just find that 
Nick Drake makes me have faith in acoustic guitar. <laughs> I don't know. I've come to really hate the acoustic guitar recently. Hate's a strong word, right. but I think just people, the, the bros who be playing it these days really <laughs> just think they're the best. And I just yeah. have no time for it. I don't know. Nick Drake, uh, there's something about like the, the plucking, the picking, the, the way his voice is. Do I really know what the song's about? No, but it puts me in this Good. state of like total peace. It's probably something horrific. But I, I no, I was just say good because I have no idea. I no, I, 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 I don't, I don't know, but I don't know. But the song, from the feeling of it, yeah, the definitely. beautiful, yeah, the beautiful picking his voice, the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I love the melody. It's still, it's still catchy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I that was the yeah. first thing I thought of when I was like, what if I'm getting up? I've got my Sunday off, which never happens, but say I do. And I just yeah. want to put on something and like make my cup of tea and have like a beautiful morning. That's what I yeah. put on. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I get that. Hundred percent. Someone's gonna uh, write I, in and I, be like, "Actually, that song's about how like him killed his girlfriend and then himself and then everyone died and you know." And I'm gonna. Oh, sorry. Well, I love it. it makes me really happy. <laughs> I find that so relaxing. So before you do that person, just know yeah. I don't I don't know. I just like how it sounds and how it makes me feel. But it's very funny <laughs> the idea of someone writing in going, actually that song that song that he wrote is about how he killed himself. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he found a way. And you're making light of it? And so you're cancelled now. Oh, you heard it here first. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean about the acoustic guitar. Like, I, I've, I, I don't know. Um, it's it's out of shot here, but my my acoustic guitar in the background. Um, but uh, I'm the same now when I listen to 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 music. It's like it it takes a lot for me to enjoy a song where the acoustic guitar is the main instrument. Oh, if find, it's the first I thing I hear. <laughs> I'm gone. And it's funny because yeah. I used to be the total opposite of that. I like right. say in yeah. high school or like, you know, just yeah. getting, getting into music. I thought peak music was like some bro in a big hat playing an acoustic guitar. I was like, he's so, oh, mm. and now it makes me physically ill. I think having shared that internalized misogyny, I'm like, I, I see you playing these chords thinking you invented yeah. chords you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to be John yeah. Butler stop I yeah. shouldn't I don't know that's very judgment I'm actually coming back around to acoustic guitar I think there's artists that make me love it like Aldous Harding and obviously Nick Drake makes me yeah ugh, makes me love it um yeah even I was you know realizing that there's acoustic guitar in like Toxic by Britney Spears that's like banging through the chorus of that and I thought hey all right oh yeah love it yeah. didn't really realize so I'm, I'm coming back around mm. but I think just like yeah. the bro with the guitar energy I hate, but I love yes. Nick Drake and, you know, Rodriguez and people like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it suits the song and it definitely, I, I, it's a very, very chill vibe. Like, I really, really liked it. Right? It's a Sunday, the guy, I bought the album for my boyfriend on vinyl for some occasion and the guy in the vinyl shop was just like, just like an older, one of those older, like, dudes who's just like an encyclopedia of music. And yeah, he was yeah. just like, 
this is my Sunday morning album. And I was like, this is a Sunday morning album. Yeah. And that's just, I was like, Definitely. that's right. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. Uh, Alrighty. Song seven. A song from your preteen years. So your song is, there's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> by Panic at the Disco. I, I know this song, Inside Out uh-huh. and Back to Front. Except for the okay. freaking title. <laughs> I had to, like, listen... Because I don't know why these... Some obnoxious person in the band... I love the first two Panic! at the Disco albums when they had, like, the original lineup. I yeah. They sold up. They're brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. When Ryan Ross was, you know, still in the band and writing and stuff. But I don't know what schmuck was like, let's give every title on this album a really long pretentious name that no one can remember just to be edgy and different i love every single song on it but i'm like i don't know which one is which (laughs) that's probably the only reason why i write sins not tragedies was like the single because it was like the shortest yeah name (laughs) like this one yeah this one (laughs) but the one that i put in the list it's already left me you've said it in front of me and it's gone um love it Jenny, give it a go what 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 do you think the title is oh something about um the tables honey baby we're gonna (laughs) come get (laughs) you it's the most fun we can have without uh, drinking a smoothie i don't know i don't know that's right it's the it's the tables are numbered honey baby honey baby (laughs) gonna come get (laughs) you That's right. That's right. By Panic at the Disco. And I, I freaking love every second of it. Um, yeah. I think this was like a turning point for me musically. Right. Like growing up where I was like, oh, I'm finding my style and what I love. It's right. not, you know, I think before that it was kind of what everyone had around me. Like what I was being, uh-huh. you know, and I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. But Panic at the Disco, I don't think I've had an obsession like that since then. I think right, I had okay. a whole website yeah. that I had made that was just photos of Friend and Yuri and Ryan Ross. Wow. I just okay. put up photos of them, just coding. Ooh, I don't know how to do that anymore. I learned how to do that just to make some Pixo website that had their face <laughs> on it to just be like, I love you. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, yeah. It's just great. I don't know what else to say about it. It's, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not the biggest Panic fan now. I love Brendan Urie. He's an amazing singer. I just don't think the writing or the style, the vibe has ever been the same. I love that this right. album is so theatrical and yeah. cabaret. Yes. And yeah. just, mmm, tasty. Yeah. It's so <laughs> unique in its whole identity and everything it's doing. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it sounds a little like Fallout Boy, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And, it's like better okay, fall boy. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I and again, I've talked about this on the show. So uh, apologies to uh, listeners who listen to every episode. Um, but this is the exact reason that I I could not get on board with Fallout Boy. It's just mm. their fucking titles. I the just, titles. I, remember I just looked at the track list for one, and I was like, no. So Fallout Boy so do the protect- same thing. I, yeah, with the long. T- yeah. See, I don't. I don't know because to me, Fall Out Boy were always like 
B-grade panic, even though I know, like, they came first, and I'm pretty sure that the Fall Out Boy guy, whatever his name is, like, produced this album. So it was probably his freaking idea. Oh. It was probably God, his idea, that schmuck. Because <laughs> it's embarrassing um, being like, my favourite song is... Uh, I don't know, but it's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't I'm trying to find remember it. this monologue. It was... Um... From under the court tree was the the Fallout Boy album. Um, I'm trying to find the the, the yeah, track what? list because I can give you give me examples. the give me give me some examples. Yeah, because uh, I think there's one panic one that's like lying is better for tax for snacks for uh, something or other. Um, and the best yeah. friend you have is the fun your money can't buy. It's all stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, let me look. <laughs> I'm gonna look too. Is that alright? Yeah, absolutely. Sound, uh, I didn't know if the sound Our lawyer out. made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. Oh, piss off. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, that's I've a little a bit dark... too self-aware for me. Ooh. Yeah, I've got a dark alley and a bad idea that says you should shut your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, he's a naughty boy. Mm. That's what that sounds like. He's up to no good. I, I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this stupid song written about me. Ugh, that's very like... <sighs> I know that I'm on a pod, but I'm doing a, a wanky gesture. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wanky gesture. <laughs> Insert here. Yeah, so what's the panic one? Um, see, it, it won't even fit in the whole Spotify, so I can't even... I can't even like, tell you what honestly, they all was, are because they don't fit. Yeah, when I was putting the list together, I had to, like, I had to watch it scroll so I could, like, I could type it all out. Lying is the most fun a girl can have without something something mystery i don't know how can you can you scroll the track list on spotify or is it like you just gotta find another way you have to play gotta... the song and then watch it i gotta play the like song a lawyer with the with the way i'm trying to get you off oh yeah lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking i'm waiting for the scroll her oh it's close off right um yeah. oh, oh shit sorry started playing in my ears london beckon songs about money written by M- m- machines <laughs> like what I love it I love every it? song no this is terrible content I'm so sorry um, I love every song on this album there are no skips um, yeah. but the one about waiting the tables honey because you, you don't remember the numbers because you're dumb um, that's my favourite <laughs> yeah that's one of the good ones <laughs> can't tell you why just is it's one of those yeah. ones where I'm like, you know, I'll I'll never remember the words to that. Twenty years later, I know. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like it's absolutely. like Avril Lavigne, "Let Go." It's one of those ones where you're like, right. I remember that album back in the day. You play it word for word, every lyric comes out of me, out of my mouth before it's even yes. reached my brain. This album <laughs> is the same. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love it. It's... I know, the thing I the thing I said about Follow Boy is like I I probably missed out because I quite liked some of the Panic of the Disco songs and I quite liked. Uh, some Fall Out Boy songs, but I couldn't get over that judgment of the titles, so I just never listened to their music. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think if you're not going to listen to the album, then it is a bit trickier. Like, sincerely, it is a bit trickier to recommend a Panic at the Disco song. It's like, oh, which one do you like? <sighs> right, write this down. There's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. At um, that point, that person yeah. is, they're in another yeah. dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, okay. like, dance, dance, or just get out dance, of Dance, dance. Um, <laughs> um, 
Uh, anyway, song eight is a cover. So you've gone for Breathless by Caroline Podrick. Yes. Well, this is one of those ones where like I w- needed to sneak some cause in here somehow. Because it was okay. either going to be like where Fever was, cause could have been. Song I liked right away, right. where cause could have been. Cause could have been this whole this whole thing. Because I'm okay. in love with Talk on Corners and In Blue. Okay. Um, and then when Caroline Polachek, who I just, I've been in love with for a couple of years, uh-huh. put out Breathless, a cause cover, an American, I'm pretty sure she's American. What do you do? How do you even know? How, how do you know? <laughs> and then turned it into this cool kind of glitchy pop thing, but didn't ruin it. Like it was, you know, still had the lyrics mm. at the forefront. It still had the melody. I don't know. I just thought it was a really sick, interesting take on like, you know, a nine early two thousands nineties kind of Irish pop song. Yeah, yeah. It I felt agree. really cool. Felt really new. It's like wow. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that in a cover. I, I like. I really like two different kinds of covers. One is where someone takes a song that's like not theirs at all and makes it completely different, completely unique. Mm-hmm. And the other style is more like this, where it's quite similar to the original it's quite true to the original but there's mm. a twist yeah that makes it their own it makes it different mm. and the form i'd say is true to the original like the structure and like it's still in the same form like she's yeah. you know switched all around but yeah the production is is so different yeah the arrangement's exactly. different yeah 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 but it works it really really works yeah it's moody like caroline polichek has this really like kind of dark whimsy i'm gonna call it mm-hmm. this kind of right. mystical sort of like elf thing going on with her <laughs> even just like her imagery or like everything but you really like i feel like this cover of breathless is like played in like a wet forest at midnight with a full moon and right, okay. she's singing it. i don't know it's kind of got this cool energy to it does that make yeah. sense yeah yeah, I know what you mean. A no, wet no, energy. no, it doesn't. <laughs> wet forest. <laughs> She's like yeah, a wood nymph okay. in the wet forest singing in the cause. Okay. Got it? <laughs> Great. Yes, yes. We're doubling down on the wet forest thing. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, the people who know nine. will know. Okay, good. So, song nine. Uh, song nine is a song you would sing at karaoke. So you've gone for Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. Yes, which I'm now furious about because my boyfriend, who's also listened to many episodes, and I was right. going through my list with him, and he was like, I'm pretty sure Annie had Heartbreaker in hers, my sister who you yeah. had on. And I was like, what yeah. for fuck? And he's like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure like four other people have had it as well. And now I feel like a total putz, and it was just too late. And I was like, well, I've already yeah. been changing up so many other songs or forgetting some. I've got to- I mean, I still love the song, obviously, but... I just feel like yeah. an average Joe now. Everyone's just throwing Heartbreaker <laughs> around. Yeah. Yeah. It's officially the, the, the song of the of the podcast. Ugh, I feel like such a weenie. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's powerful. It's great. And then I was saying yeah. like to James, I was like, oh, well, it was either going to be that or Ballroom Blitz. And James is like, I'm pretty sure Ballroom Blitz was Ace. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Fuck. Well. We just had the same, the same brain. Yeah. Um, no, I just love it. It's just powerful. It's kick ass. Like it's a style of because I, you know, I really put myself in performance mode 
of the, you mm-hmm. know, karaoke. I hate karaoke for that exact reason, though, because you've got to, like, when you're a singer, it's like, yes. it's like doing sing star when you're a singer. I'm like, you just right. lose. Like, I'd always lose. I'm like, I'm better than all of you. No. <laughs> but it's just like, you feel like you can't just, like, relax and have fun and do, like, a goofy thing. You've got to, like, oh, I'm, I've had seven drinks and now I have, I'm doing karaoke and people think that I'm, like, a singer. So I have to now right. be able to you perform have to it. it. I have to bring it. I can't just like sing a thing. But yeah. if I'm bringing it at karaoke, I would want to sing a song like this because it's sort of yeah. not something that I write or get to make or I don't know. It's, you know, that level of kick ass, yeah. that rock and roll, that, yeah. It's just cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just love Pat. It'd be a very, very, it would be a very difficult song to like phone in at karaoke. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it would be very, very <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable if you were just like, yeah, heartbreaker, dreammaker, like a really low energy, low commitment. <laughs> Your love is like a tidal wave. Like, it'd just be awful. No, if I'm doing that, I'm wearing the leather pants and yeah. I'm eating the microphone and I'm serving. That's what's happening if I'm at karaoke doing this song. Absolutely. Is that I'm saying, sit down, children. I'm gonna let you have it. That's what's good. That's what's happening. Good, excellent. Yeah, that's um, it. yeah. Look, I'm glad you picked the song. I know a few other people have picked it more recently, but the first time I listened to the song was actually from this show. Um, and what? I know it's ridiculous. Um, but I'm so so glad that it's been on several lists because <laughs> I can't get enough of this song oh it's good it's so fucking good it's and like, so cool. I, I'm so late to the party it's not a it's not a hot take to say do you know what Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker is a good Benatar? song yeah I actually said to my wife I said to her after the first time I listened to it I was like have you heard the song Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar and she's like she she says this to me all the time she says you have a music podcast like, yeah <laughs> She's like, you're alive as a human being. Have you not? I also just think it's funny that someone who like writes such like kick-ass, you know, I don't know, I guess sort of young rock songs, like their name's Pat. Maybe because my my grandma's name is Pat. It just sounds like she, you know what I mean? It's just like such a non-rock star name, like Pat. She proves us all wrong. It just makes me laugh a little bit. I only just thought of that yeah. and I was like, that's a really funny name for like a rock star. <laughs> oh, she's great though. It's a great song. Oh, good. Um, well, I'm glad you went sick of it after the hundredth time it's been on the pod. Nah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Uh, song 10 then is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So you've gone for Georgia by Emily King. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what did I put? Um, This one just brings me back to uni and... um really discovering new music and new um yeah new styles that I hadn't really dove into and um a lot of my voice teachers or just all my teachers in general they're real big on like the neo soul thing which I hadn't really dove into that much and they got me to sing a lot of that stuff and that's how I discovered Emily King and then which then got me on to you know people like Leon Lahava so like Erica Badu or all these things that I hadn't heard before okay and that was really my focus at uni. Like, I was really into neo soul, particularly female singers. Um, uh-huh. And Georgia, I just listened to all the time. I just thought it was so beautiful. Another good acoustic guitar song. Um, yeah. But it just takes me back to being 
at uni and having like a real sense of like wonderment and discovery. Yeah. You know, when you're hearing something for the first time and it feels like, oh, wow, like I'm hearing this for the first time. This is the first time anyone's heard anything this good, but like, not really. I don't know. It just has, I feel like when you're in like a really new phase of your life where you're really young or it's really distinctive part, like you started school, you started this, I started uni. It feels very, um, feels a lot more intense than just like something that you've been doing for a few years. And this song comes and you're like, cool. Whereas this was, was so many new beginnings and things happening at this time. And Emily King yeah. was like a very um, powerful influence on my writing and yeah. at that time and my style and my taste in music was very informed by her. So it just brings me back right. to, you know, discovering who I wanted to be as a musician and back to Perfect. uni. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's like a, it's a real sense of growth that mm. you're going through, which is, yeah, can be, can be painful, can be exciting yeah it just like it's i can't remember who described it it's like it's always like a period of adolescence which is any sort of period of change and growth yes someone else someone on the show talked about that i can't remember who yeah. it was but um felt like maturing yeah. i was like this style is so yeah. like i'm finding my own thing like i'm growing up i'm maturing i'm like i don't yeah. know taking in yeah. i'm like putting aside i guess what i had previously listened to which is i guess a lot of like a little bit of pop but honestly mostly like a lot of more vintage music or yeah boys with guitars or like a lot of kind of brit poppy type you know like fratellis and hoosiers and like that sort of thing i was really obsessed with. oh yeah right, um okay. and stepping into something really new that felt very right yeah. i was like ooh, and just yes. puts me back yeah. in that in that suburb at that time where i was just you know had a, had a lot of hope I had a lot of promise back then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, oh, it's a beautiful song, though. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't um, it just? That is one of those songs where it's like, you know if it's just good, if, if you know, if someone plays on an acoustic guitar. I keep talking yeah. about the acoustic guitar. But, you know, if it's still good and it still draws you with that alone, it's very much one of those. Yeah. Like, no matter how it's performed, what instrument, how many musicians yeah. play it, like it's just a good fucking song yeah definitely and her voice mm-hmm. lends it lends itself to that song really really nicely as well mm. like she's got just, this beautiful just, yeah. quiet intimate sort of part to yeah. her voice like she can give it if she wants but she's kind of got this like soft like raspy kind of thing that brings you in the, I was not ready like it's kind of ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, yeah 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 like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. I'm gonna tell you a story like you're gonna listen and i'm like oh leaning in <laughs> yes please yeah no it works for sure all right song 11 then is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you've gone for the boxer by simon and garfunkel oh yeah <laughs> yeah i did because it reminds me of my dad okay yeah he's alive i feel like if i said yeah. oh it reminds me of my dad people will probably think he's dead no he's alive um okay. no okay. dad just was a huge um we weren't like surprisingly given like all my siblings are like quite talented. Like we know we all sing, you know, makes a really good dancer and he's obviously really very, very funny and she could sing and play piano. She can do all kinds of stuff. My older sister's like an incredible vocalist and she teaches singing, but we weren't like uh-huh. that big of a music family. Like we didn't really have music oh, yeah. playing all the time, but it was sort of when I'd be in 
the car with my dad because my dad taught at the school that I went to, like in primary school. So okay. we would, and it was kind of out of town. So we would have like a half an hour drive every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, often with a lot of other teachers in the car. And then it was like, put in your MP3 player, like don't listen while we bitch about students because you cannot hear okay. any of this. But there would be times where it'd be just dad and I, and we would just have these, or even just going to the supermarket. That was really our time. And I think that's where we shared our music taste, which I think was quite different to my other siblings or my mom. And it was just yeah. something really special for us. Uh-huh. And I think I must have said to dad, like I had heard Sound of Silence, I think somewhere. And I mentioned it yeah. to dad and dad said, Bookends is the best album. It's the best Simon and Garfunkel album. Let's listen to the whole thing. Like, okay. and then we both became obsessed with it. And just the boxer, just seeing his face, like my dad's a very quiet person, a very gentle person, but he really, he really feels like he kind of, there might not be, I don't know how to describe it, but the sort of thing where I, this, that song comes on and he's yeah. listening to every single word right. and he just admires the beauty of every harmony, every lyric, every like, he just appreciates the poetry of it and made me appreciate the poetry of it and it was just you know we'd listen to like a lot of zeppelin or a lot of other kind of stuff in the car and then just hearing him be so connected to simon and garfunkel and that really just sunk in for him and then it sunk in for me and whenever the boxer comes on that's one where it's like okay we're just gonna sit and listen you know Mm. that just makes me always think of my dad and him talking about music as poetry it was probably the first time with like listening to to bookends with him yeah so that's all that's all just reminds me of my dad my dad has great taste what can i say good um yeah it's very uh i know i know what you mean about like connecting with that kind of song the um the storytelling obviously is a is a massive factor and i think that is that is something that even if you're not like outwardly emotional that's definitely something that can suck you in and make you feel feelings yeah um yeah it's a beautiful song and there's um there, there is something really beautiful and that's something I, I like as one of the big things about um about this show that i really love is that sort of connection there's something really beautiful about sharing a song with someone and them actually loving it and taking that on mm. especially if it's like in a relationship or family or friends if it's someone that you do have a love for anyway but um yeah i, th- I think that's a really beautiful mm. moment i really really yeah and it just became for, for us you know like music yeah, exactly. was really like our bonding thing and still is like and no one else kind of yeah. people might know the song like in my family they'll be like i know this but dad and i sort yeah. of have this look of like but we know this yeah and my favorite <laughs> thing about my dad is like whenever we would drive anywhere and listen to music if we got to our destination he would uh-huh. never just like turn off the car willy-nilly like he would right. he would wait and we both knew at the end of a phrase at the end of a verse at the end of a chorus that's when dad would turn uh-huh. off the engine even if it was like a right. solid 45 seconds like you know which is a long yeah. time we would sit there wait for the perfect uh-huh. moment and then dad would go and now we can get out of the car and it was like without saying we wouldn't just be like we're here right. time to no no we're in the middle of a verse <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> we're in the middle of the verse excuse me no 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 we will wait till yeah. the end of the verse and to be polite yeah. We're Absolutely. not going to cut them yeah. off mid sentence. <laughs> Excuse me. Lovely. All right. Uh, song twelve then is a song that motivates you. So you've gone for "Blow" by Beyonce. Mm, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Um, because it's just one of those songs that 
if I have to like clean, and I've, I've noticed uh, a lot of different people like having different interpretations on this part of like what motivates them. This isn't, this is one oh, yeah, when I need to like get my ass out of bed. Like, you know, that like Gemma Collins meme, I think that's like, all right, enough of this. Oh, you know, <laughs> 1am yeah, yeah. like time to get up. Let's get move on. Let's go. You know, yeah, oh, enough of this. That's me when I'm like, oh fuck, I've been asleep and like I haven't done any of these things. All right, yeah, pump up the tunes, let's go. Like that's when I put on this Beyonce right. album and put on Blow because you just can't. You just have to do the dishes and you, have to do, <laughs> you know, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, Beyonce is an, like definitely, I think, the best performer of our time ever. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't you have your Michael Jackson or whoever else that you think is the best, like whatever. But Beyonce, in my opinion, yeah, even though she's one of the most famous people in the world, is still underrated. It's still underrated. It infuriates me because yeah. she's so creative and she's so like, she's always a step ahead of everybody. She's always right. working so hard. And like this album just came out of nowhere and it was so exciting. And like, blow like it's oh excuse me yeah Yeah. it's sexy it's fun i love every second of it her she's the best singer on the planet and i'll hear no nothing to the contrary so Mm. people before you write in before you write (laughs) into the pod tell me that i'm wrong and whoever else is better you're wrong yeah is the best (laughs) just love it this is one that'll get me to like go to the laundromat you know what I mean? Right. With, with like my sheets. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, I got to do the yeah. big stuff today. I got to do the big stuff. It won't fit in yeah. my laundry at home. I've got to like put right. it in the car and go somewhere. Yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's what she was thinking about when she wrote the song, <laughs> probably. Yes. <laughs> getting people to go to the laundromat. That's actually, I um, think, what it's about. <laughs> Some people think it's about yeah. oral sex. It's actually about laundry. It's about blow drying. About blow drying. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I. But yeah, hundred percent. Like, the, the, it would be. It is impossible, or it would be impossible to lie in bed and listen to that intro. Impossible. And continue to lie there. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, like, there's no way you're you're continuing to sit down. You have to do something. Oh, you have yeah. to. You have to move. It can. It's. It can transform my mood. Like it's so yeah. powerful. I could be foul, rotten. Like just yeah. haven't eaten, haven't slept. Wish I was dead. A nightmare. Yeah. And this yeah. song will change my mood in an instant. Yeah. In no, an instant, that. it's just. Mm, yeah. It's so good. Can't tell you why. Yeah. Just is. Listen, you'll know. Um, this is another one of those songs where we talk about that sort of. Uh, getting over internalized misogyny. Um, Absolutely, because I, I would often vocalize an, opi- an an opinion about Beyonce. You've probably heard this countless times, and there's probably people who listen to the show who still have this opinion, which is, I appreciate her voice and I appreciate how, how good a performer she is, but I don't like her music. Get and that's, out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> I felt that way for a long time and then when I started to get into her music and started listening to her music more mm-hmm. I realized that I was very confidently sharing that opinion having listened to maybe four of her songs, songs on the radio yeah do you know what I mean like 100%. not actually having given 
her music a chance and yeah. the more i listen the more i'm in love there yeah. are so many so many great songs of hers that like maybe don't make it mm-hmm. onto the radio just because there's just there's too many <laughs> so many especially yeah on on lemonade and beyonce especially and it's like let's all just stop letting like your your kiss fm or whatever bullshit radio (laughs) help you form your opinion stop it like if you like it straight away from what they're playing for you great but don't listen to like that one song and because of like which dj played it or what time or what whatever factor just shut your mouth like shut <laughs> shut your mouth and listen to the whole thing listen to the whole yeah. thing from start to finish like yeah. oh like there's a song on that album as well called rocket and i think it goes for like seven minutes right. and it's just her describing and i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin it but it's like this it's her describing just the getting ready to i to have sex i suppose um and okay. the first line of the song is um let me sit this ass ass i can't really say but let me sit this ass on you and you're like that's just the setup to a great song it's just yeah. the, the beginning of it yeah. and but then but then there and it's so beautiful and it's starting. it's that's starting <laughs> it's starting like it's kind of but it's like funny it's like it's not in yeah, this yeah. way that's like i'm selling ass because it's it's like she's in it for like she's got the humor she's got the sexiness she's got it all and then you listen to this whole song and it like vocally goes on this like incredible journey with like these beautiful runs but it's just describing this like really intimate incredible moment and it's it's like it feels like a peak to somewhere you're not supposed to be yeah yeah and it's just so exciting and so raw like she really gives like she's she's never phoned in a vocal in her life no everything is so gutsy what she does and same with this song like it's so gutsy and it's so cool and it's something it's always something no one else has done like i can't find a song that sounds like blow Mm -hmm. performed in the same way so yeah the people who are like oh beyonce is fine but like shh you're just wrong (laughs) you're wrong i'm sorry yeah sorry but you're wrong yay Shame. Um, I actually Yay. have, um, I actually have a Beyonce song on my list. Which one? Um, because, because it was the turning point for me, um, and it is, uh, "Don't Hurt Yourself." Oh, from Lemonade. Um, who the fuck do you think was... I am? Yeah, you oh, ain't married man. to no average bitch, God. boy. That. Yeah, so that that was that was like that was the big moment where I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit!" Because I'm a massive White yeah. Stripes, Jack White yeah. fan. So I looked at the track listing and saw that that song the was Jack there, Black. and yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna have to listen to that in context." I'll yeah. I'll listen to the album and I'll get there. And I think it was like 30 seconds into the first song, I was like, "I can't wait. I'm I'm moving on." Yeah. And oh my god, it's it's just, like that's again what we talked about, like that the emotion the pure mm. rage in her voice it's rageful keep your money yeah. i've got my own like it's yeah. just it feels like you're straight oh. in the middle of their argument and she is letting you yeah. have it Ooh. Yeah. yeah so that that was the moment for me and the, like, again a, a, 
a dumb place for me to be like oh actually Beyonce mm-hmm. is talented but that was a point for me where I was like holy shit right mm. I need to I need to listen to more because um, even like the I'm verses of that one are so like the structure of it like it really yeah. it I don't want to say like beat poetry but it's really not sticking to like it really feels yeah. conversational like in the way where it's like yeah. bad motherfucker pause god complex like it's this it's yeah. this you know it's just yeah. she's spitting out things as they're like coming to her it feels like that more so than like the melody goes like this and then it goes like this and that and then it's a chorus it's you know yeah. he's spitting yeah. it out Ooh. yeah and then what no one comes close at uh coachella i take it you've seen <gasps> that documentary <gasps> the um and that's that's what i what i was thinking about when you said like she's the greatest performer of our generation or all time like you can the amount of work that's gone into that but the way it looks and that that song in particular when they had like the um they had the what do you call that the drumming chorus a marching the, band marching band thank you oh um yeah the whole thing is just mind-blowing people like beyonce and you know they just can take things I think that are a bit like naff or whatever, like a marching band yeah. and just turn right. it into the coolest people who just are cool, you know, they like can yeah. take, I don't know, yeah. or true, truly creative or have a true vision. Like she just, she like, you know what, let's get who I would never in a million years be like, you know, it'll sound really good if I get like a 200 piece marching band to play my like gritty pop songs. You just think it's going to sound like, you know, yeah. <laughs> but she, it's just so like, it hits you in the guts, in the heart, in the soul. And the, yeah. mm. I had the same reaction to her, um, Oscars performance when she was doing, um, it feels so good to be, be alive from the, mm. uh, whatchamacallit, the, the Williams, the, uh, the Venus and Serena, the Venus and the Serena, you know, the dad, Yes. What's what's it called? Um, King Richard. Anna, King Richard. Thank you. I was going to be like uh, Robert uh, um, Senior. Uh, no, King <laughs> King Richard. But her performance of that opened the Oscars, and my right. it, every time she performs, my jaw is on the floor. Whether she's you know yeah. pregnant and being like yeah, suspend me backwards on a chair so it looks like I'm floating <laughs> in midair when I'm nine months pregnant, or whether she's like yeah. let's let us all get like. 900 women singing and dancing in like matching you know everyone's in the same shade of tennis ball green because i guess it's yeah. like a tennis thing and we're going to perform the oscar like every inch of what she does has 900 percent commitment yeah and power okay. and she gives people strength and i love her yeah we need a whole other beyonce pod we have to show <laughs> we need so many more pods <laughs> I need a sip of water. I'm like worked up. I'm like flushed. <laughs> Just talking about Beyonce. All right. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to move me along. I know it's not gonna get better, is it? A song that someone introduced you to is uh, uh, number thirteen. A song that somebody introduced you to. You see, so you've gone for Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey by Paul McCartney. Lemonly, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, different tangent now. I'm gonna go from. <laughs> Beyonce to, to Paul. What an interesting switch up. Um, Do you like Paul McCartney? I adore Paul McCartney. I adore Paul McCartney. Um, but it's funny because before meeting my boyfriend, I was definitely a big Beatles fan, but I really hadn't listened to any solo Paul. 
And now I okay. definitely, since meeting him, feel like I know a lot more about Solo Paul and his albums and his career than probably the Beatles. My boyfriend's okay. a freak. He's like, an, like, he remembers stuff so that I don't have to. Okay. So I have the heart of the biggest fan in the world and I know a lot, but I have like this external hard drive of James. That means I don't right. have to remember every detail <laughs> because he does. So yeah. I don't bother now because I'm like, it's. I'll just ask James. Like I could pause okay. any documentary or anything about like the Beatles or Paul and be like, was this at this point? What were they? And he's like, ah, well, at this point, this was when George was recording this or, you know, whatever or, you know. Ringo's yeah. supermodel girlfriend had left. You know, it doesn't matter. But James knows, so yeah. I don't have to. But he's really yeah. got me on to um, Paul McCartney, and I'm a massive fan. And this is one of those freakish songs where it just really felt like someone doing what they wanted to do and damn the rules. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's wild. Paul can really, like, take two or three ideas of three separate songs and be like no no it's one song yeah like this shouldn't be one song this is seven no. songs <laughs> <laughs> and he said cram yeah. it together one song <laughs> yeah it's an adventure and i love it yeah absolutely it's interesting watching paul mccartney talk about music as well because he talks about it like he doesn't i i, I assume some of this is a bit um, bluff but he says like he doesn't really know music theory or no he, like they wouldn't even have talked about like particular notes or sheet music he just would have been like it sounds like this ba 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 yeah and then you just like do that it's just all like he just does just that comes out of him it's like yeah have you heard that i mean probably as many times because everywhere but that story of like him and John like getting the bus across town because they like heard of a guy who knew B flat or like something. So they like got on the bus with their guitars and like uh -huh. went an hour out to this guy's house to learn. I, I, I can't remember if it was like B flat, but it was some chord. And they just went an wow. hour to this guy's house to like, oh, B flat, uh -huh. oh, great. And then they went home and then they put that in a song. They just drew, went all this way to learn one chord because <laughs> that was the only way wow. to know. Oh, there's a guy up here who knows <laughs> how to how to do it. <laughs> Wow. it's fantastic okay. it's fantastic yeah, yeah. and um, he talks like, about so... it so flippantly hey like it's nothing yeah yeah i know i know um but yeah the, the way this song is put together is yeah it's bizarre but it just it works so well i don't know paul's just so funny like because he just like i don't know i love these characters that he's takes on or this freedom he has with this music and i guess maybe that's a blessing of like being in the greatest band in the world that you've already written the best songs ever that there's no reason yeah. to not take a chance on whatever outrageous idea you have because no one's ever been like yeah that no you can't yeah so he's Absolutely. like admiral halsey notified me he had a cup of this <laughs> and, da -da -da -da. and it's like yeah that would be a no in the studio, but no one's <laughs> telling him, and it's so good. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I really liked about this was the um, uh, just throwing in an Alan Rickman voice. In which bit? It just works. The butter wouldn't melt, so I put it in the pie. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> butter. Oh, I put it in the pie. Hands across the water. Yeah. Jesus. yeah it's all so strange but it's yeah. so strange and it doesn't make sense yeah. and i love it and i love i think knowing 
how much I love like Linda McCartney as just a human mm. being and just the fact right. that she's in all these songs in Ram she's not really like a singer or anything but she just adds this <laughs> like cool factor to it by just you know yeah this real kind of just American gal who's just like heads across the sky like she can't sing but she adds this like cool flavor mm. to it where it just feels like they're having fun together yeah definitely and I definitely. just I just I don't know I just love it I love Ram I think that's the first Paul album I listened to and again it right. took me I mean I, there was lots of songs I loved straight away but it was one of those ones where I just found myself oh I'll just pop it on let's pop it on again mm. and suddenly I found exciting moments all through it like I think James's favorite song is Monkberry Moon Delight which starts off with um well um so what does it say well I sat I sat on the table with a piano at my nose or something and the wind played a dreadful cantata like I don't know it's the words are something like that but they're just outrageous and he's putting on accents and he's doing like full characters and yeah who who he's just so yeah. fun so world um all right so song 14 is a song that you wouldn't expect to like so you've gone for bubbling by Anderson Park yes and I've thought a lot about this question and no offense, Shane, but I kind of hate it. <laughs> Sorry, but you need to check, rephrase. I don't know, just something that I wouldn't expect to like. It's like, why? Because, right. like, I think you would only think I wouldn't like this based off the rest of the songs in the playlist, but not if you knew me okay. and knew what a right, okay. fan I was. It was very hard to be like, what's something? I think people who know me would expect me to just like everything because they know that I love music. Right. Okay. So I hate this question. No, um, okay. I love I love Anderson Pack. I love Anderson Pack, but this the Anderson Pack album that got me was Ventura, really, because it was just so soulful and beautiful from start to finish. Bubbling is nothing like that, and I think okay. I picked it because it's like it's it's quite like for me. It's I don't know. I suppose rappier than what I normally. I'm inclined to go for, but I it okay. just got me with like I don't know if it's like a Bollywood sample or something, but it has this really cool string part and yeah. this really dirty kind of groove to it that just makes yeah. me like wanna, I don't know, roll my shoulders and ass at the same time in this really like I'm describing it vividly because we're on a pod, but you know, yeah, yeah. real deep kind of squat bounce to this song. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I don't know officially what the lyrics are about, but my interpretation of it is someone who's suddenly come into money, having had nothing for a very long time, and just right. being like fun about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Bubbling. Look at the cash. Look at the cash coming in. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's so playful and really fun, but like, like. I don't know, greedy. I don't know why I just like it. I think because I'm not, I don't listen to like a lot of rap. I still do, but not much. Mm. Right. I just love it. I think it's just, mm, it's just tasty. And I love that little sample that did, did, it kind of reminds me of Toxic a little bit, that kind of mm. string sample. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think this, I'll defend myself a little bit first with it on the, on the mm. category. No, here um, we go. I think. <laughs> Are we gonna fight? Feels, it feels <laughs> like it, Jackie. 
<laughs> I wasn't expecting to, but I'm getting a lot of um, pushback here. Uh, <laughs> no, when when I initially uh, came up with this category or wrote this category, I think it's probably more to do with me than it is other people in that I very much had my type of music that was like my right. thing that I'm into. And then there were other songs from different genres that I wouldn't expect to like that I suddenly was into. Right. And this is a category that probably wouldn't be as relevant to me anymore because now my horizons have broadened and I've listened right. to a lot more type like music. So there probably isn't a type of music that I wouldn't expect to like. So maybe it's more like something oasis. that 15-year-old you wouldn't have expected to like. Or like, you know what I yeah, mean? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something outside your normal sort of... No, no, uh, I get it. I'm just, song, I'm just yanking your chain. I'm just. It's fine. I'm I just, just, yeah, I'm not used to it, so I, I get a little defensive. Yeah. Um, but well, I'm not sorry. Th- I'm serious. Okay. All right. Each and die, I guess. Um, so this this song, um, yeah, th- um, this kind of music is probably would have exactly fallen into that category for me. Like I've just yeah. haven't really been into hip hop. Haven't really connected with it. But there are certain mm-hmm. songs like. Um, like Kendrick Lamar and certain Kanye West songs and some mm. Eminem that just like just blows me away and this yeah. was that song for me like the first time I listened to this was just I am so on board with this like the the little sample mm. the ding, 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 like mm-hmm. everything about Look it I was just like, yes I, and I'm 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 so, I'm so into it. It's such a good song. Oh, I'm so, so I'm good. so glad. I'm so glad because I do. I, yeah. I keep talking about my boyfriend. I played it for him the other day, and I think he was uh-huh. like, "Okay, that's very nice. Yeah. Like he'll always be supportive of what I'm putting on." But I was right. in the deep squat, and he was not in the deep squat, so I don't think we oh, were okay. on the same level okay. of enjoyment. But um, right. I love Pac's okay. voice. I think I love any voice that I can pick out of a lineup. I feel like this, you know. There's a yeah. lot of stuff that sounds the same, and if I, I don't know, I love that I will know. I can feel him smiling, even when yes. I don't know what because he's got that massive, beautiful smile that I can always hear yeah. it in the music, and he's got that. I think more of a higher pitched voice, I suppose. I wouldn't call it high pitch, but it's I don't know. It's got a little bit of. Mm. He hasn't got a deep voice, but it's really like, I don't know. It's just very distinctive. And I think it sits really yeah. well in this song. And I think I heard you talking about um, another, the, um, what's it, Come Around, I think it's called, um, from Ventura, the first song, the one with um, Andre Come 3000. Down. Come Down. The one from um, yeah. with Andre 3000 on it, which is probably my favorite. Yeah. No, Come Home. It's called Come Home, sorry. Um, with Andre 3000. And that's probably my favorite song of that whole album. And again, Andre 3000 is one of those people from this song. I mean, I obviously knew like Outcast and stuff. But uh-huh. his rap style in that song as well was one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's so distinctly him and that's so exciting. And the way that he phrases things or his rhythm of it, I'm like, oh, I get what makes a good rapper now. Right. Listening to like Pac or Andre 3000. In my opinion, it's someone with like a very, like a, a personal style and a flow that's theirs and a, a you know point of view that's theirs and i feel like pack really has that yeah definitely um the song actually was come down it's off um it's oh was it come down oh i was thinking of come home okay well i was wrong i haven't heard that song so i'll i'll get into that 
You um, need to. Okay, I listened to okay. that pod wrong. Okay. I heard the <laughs> song. I heard the one I wanted to hear. This is why we need little okay. snippets of the songs in between. I know. I'll get. Oh, you, uh, no, we'll get. The, I, I get it. Don't listen. DMC it. This is why you need to listen to the playlist in advance. Oh, I should have. No, no. I'm going in raw and it's like a game. I'm like, how much of this am I going to know? And then what, based off yeah. the conversation, am I going to go and Google later? But Fair I was enough. wrong. Now you have to go and listen to Ventura Come Home. But yeah, anyway. Anderson yeah, Pack, I'll, I absolutely will. Yeah. Massive fan of, which you might not expect based if you only know me from listening to the rest of this playlist. Yeah, sure. But yeah. It, like, it's, it's probably the, it's probably, it's the song that stands out as the most different i would say totally now that i can know you've defended yourself well i see i'm like a song that you know maybe i wouldn't have liked five years ago or like given a shot or whatever i'm with you now yeah i'm with you now good all right perfect we're on the same team we're friends thank god those those two podcasts that we're launching after this is still still on it's good um all right (laughs) so the drag race and the beyonce podcast (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah um, song 15 then a song you think everyone should listen to so your song is Cloud Busting by Kate Bush everyone should listen to Kate Bush everyone yep. should listen to Kate Bush <laughs> especially done full full stop Hounds of All Love right, we'll end it there done Hounds of Love <laughs> is just so good as an album because I, I probably only had heard like in high school like I had heard Wuthering Heights for the first time and I remember thinking right. it was incredible and I loved it but mm-hmm. I wasn't much I don't know for some reason I just didn't deep dive into it right. until probably like two years ago and I knew mm-hmm. like I knew certain songs like I knew Babushka and I knew I knew Wuthering Heights and I knew Running Up That Hill but then yeah. listening to I think I had just you know when you're in the YouTube deep dive hole and I was watching every video about Kate Bush because I just was like why are these songs so good how is she so tough like what's happening here she's so weird mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed um, and then listening yeah. to Hounds of Love and like listening to Cloud Busting and like people people just don't write like her anymore and I don't right. think they ever will she's such a unique yeah. talent and that's why I just think everybody should listen to her and she was a, you know the, she incorporated so much like dance which i'm a huge fan of but in her own way like she wasn't a dancer but she just was in love with movement which was so exciting and she wasn't yeah. afraid to be wacky and her lyrics were so personal and so poetic mm. kind of cryptic sometimes her voice is like no one else oh she's just she's just a one of a kind yeah yeah um i haven't i haven't listened to an awful lot of Kate Bush, if i'm honest like the she would be like for my wife um this would be like Kate Bush. This album, I think, would be to her, to her and her mum what um, Simon and Garfunkel was to to you and your dad. Mm. Like that was their 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 connection. Music. Yeah, their little connection music. Um, so I know my my wife's a big fan. Um, but yeah, I just I, I don't know. I just I've, I've I've listened to a few songs and and everything I've, I've listened to i've really enjoyed but i've just not mm. taken the time to get into yeah. her albums i mean yet. she's got some really wild stuff she was one of i i'm like i'm gonna get this wrong but it's like something like this but i think she was the first person um to incorporate like um kind of samples of like real world stuff in her music like i, I don't know she was right. working with the pink floor what's the pink floyd guy's name I can't, I don't know much Pink Floyd, but you know how like Pink Floyd, real cutting edge and, you know, into like 
kind of samples and stuff but she was one of like the yeah. pioneers of like i'm putting shattering glass into my album and i'm gonna put you know right. like yeah. i'm playing that live and having these kind of sounds triggered off like she was yeah one of the first yeah. people to do that yeah she's, she's wild um i saw an interview recently with um elton john i don't know how recent the interview was but he was talking about i think like his his birthday party or something and or his anniversary and he had invited like you know celebrities upon celebrities upon celebrities and he had invited kate bush oh no it was for his union for his marriage i think kate right. bush was invited and actually came um which uh-huh. was a surprise and he said like of all of the bajillions of celebrities that were there the only person anybody cared about and was excited about was kate bush because she's so like aloof right. like she's not around like she's not and everyone yeah, just yeah. wanted to know Kate Bush and to talk to Kate Bush. Like she's so influential and powerful. And uh-huh. she just was like, I've had enough. Like, I don't, I guess she just sort of didn't have, I don't know, said what she said, what she wanted to say. And then maybe didn't feel like sharing it anymore. And so she, yeah. I don't know, just decided she was happy as is, I guess. That's what yeah. I like to think anyway. Cause I don't like the idea of her, you know, stopping performing because of anything horrible. Yeah, yeah, She was just yeah. like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, which is such a shame because I would kill to see it. But yeah, everyone should everyone should listen to Kate Bush. All right, perfect. Well, that 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 feels particularly pointed at me, and I will take that as a challenge, and I will listen to. And your wife will love you for it, or she'll be mad that you're like you know trying to insert yourself into her and her mum's special. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is our thing. (laughs) This is ours. She wants to get Kate Bush forever. (laughs) No, she'll love it. have you heard this Kate Bush album? It's like, you have a music podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, but it's really good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the covers of like her in this like purple dress with this fluffy hair, like lying down with like actual just like dogs mm. just like nuzzled into her. She's like, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> these dogs. She's so bizarre. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Alrighty. Well, that's a, that's a nice note to end on. So, um thank you very much do you have anything that you want to plug or promote yeah sure do um so i have a new single coming out on the 17th of june um called system overload so if you want to be you know aware of that i'm on instagram and youtube and spotify jackie lumsden um yeah please yeah give me a follow and check it out i've got a music video for that coming out as well and yeah, I'm really excited about it. So it'd be great if you all wanted to to get on board and show Spotify that you want to listen to it. That'd be great. Perfect. Give us a follow. Thank you very much. Thank you. This has been so fun. And heated at times and intense. And I'm sorry <laughs> I attacked you. But That's I feel okay. like for the most part, we were really on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, we got through it. We got through it. We got, I mean, we've got we two other pods to do after this. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to listen to a white Irish guy and some like white Australian girl talk about Beyonce (laughs) and drag race and drag race that's more of what the world needs is people like us having opinions hot hot (laughs) and that is it for episode 26 of Mixtape and Identity thank you so much for listening just going to point out at this point that the episode here was recorded a couple of months back and that's important for a couple of reasons one is that Jackie's song is out now uh, system overload it's brilliant go and check it out stream it listen to it if you're in a position to buy it and contribute some money towards it all the better please go and do that it's fantastic jackie's a great artist 
I think we should support her as much as we can. The other reason I want to point out that this was recorded months ago is that we were talking up Kate Bush well before Stranger Things Season 4 came out. We're way ahead of that curve. So I think that's just important for you to know that Jackie and I are both equally cool with equally great tastes in music and not influenced by just Stranger Things. If you want to support this show, you can do that financially by buying me a coffee. Uh, you can do that through the link in Linktree. If you're not in a position to support financially, then all the other good stuff. Uh, leave a review, say a nice thing, tell your friends, get more people listening. All the support is very, very much appreciated. We'll be back next week for episode 27. So in the meantime, look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then.